All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Not me, that is for sure. So get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell amazing. I just used the coconut oil and vitamin E shower cream, and I seriously forgot I was in my own bathroom. It smelled like a spa. Plus, it's allergen-free, so it's gentle for your skin, and it worked in as little as three minutes, so no nicks, no cuts, and the smooth skin lasted days longer than shaving. Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all those nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates, so you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin. Have a me-time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And that's what you really missed with Jenna and Kevin, an iHeartRadio podcast. Welcome to And That's What You Really Missed. I'm Jenna. I am Kevin. And today we are recapping Glee episode... 17 of season one called Bad Reputation. This was an interesting one. You know, this was one of those ones where Jenna and I were dreading it (laughs) because initially when we watched it back in the day, we were all sitting. I remember sitting there Mm -hmm. and being like, hmm. Oh, (laughs) there's an overwhelming... Question I think mark. Ryan screened this one for us. Somebody screened this one for just the cast. And the editing bay, right? Yes. Yes. And um, I remember seeing it and we were all like jarred by it. And I think <laughs> number one, because all the songs are bad, right? They're th- This is like a given that these songs mm-hmm. are bad and we're trying to kind of revive them in some way. Um, but also because... The scoring of this, because of like the glist, it felt like a murder mystery. And we're like, this isn't Glee. Right. And I remember being so committed and like upset that it wasn't what we are used to seeing. But watching it back last night, I was like, oh, I get this. Yeah. Okay, good. Because I had this exact same feeling. And it felt like (laughs) Acapellas in a way where we were so young and dumb (laughs) and we're very protective of a brand that we did not understand ourselves, right? Like we didn't create the show. We were not in charge of charge of anything creatively. It was our job to do what's written and perform the songs. 
And it is so funny now thinking back about how we were sort of like bummed. Like, oh man, <laughs> this one's not great. I loved it watching it last night. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. L- maybe loved it's it a strong word. Enjoyed it was yeah, yeah. is the word. Okay. Yeah. Okay, great. All right. Well let's um let's get into the top of this. Um it originally aired on May fourth. May the fourth be with you, two thousand ten. And also with you. <laughs> the okay, what was going on in the world? Number one song was OMG oh by my Usher. God. Um it and before it was nothing on you. Yep. Okay, what was going on in the Glee news, Kevin? On May 5th, Glee won a television with a conscience award at the third annual Television Academy Honors for our very own episode Wheels. Hmm. And Corey, Chris, and myself accepted the award at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Um, what was that and, like? In Beverly Hills. So glad you got I'm to go to that. To remember <laughs> if I I don't know if I remember it. Because Wasn't so Paris par- there? Paris and I went to several things and I don't know if I believe this is probably it. My experience of this was the event. Um mm. where we got to meet a lot of so many parents came up to me mm. to talk about their um their children who were in wheelchairs or or friends with parents who had kids in wheelchairs who didn't watch a lot of TV before Glee, weren't mm. interested in a lot of pop culture things and the overwhelming sense was and I did not ex- necessarily expect this, um, but because they were actually coming up to me um, and sort of thanking, wanted me to portray it like back to Ryan, Brad, and Ian, that they were thankful for the show and thankful to have a character like Artie on it mm-hmm. um, because these hmm. kids were so excited and about being re- the show. feeling represented. Yeah. And seeing, and that's when I think also it, it hit me too, where. Mm. You know, especially in 2023 terms, you talk about me, who is not in a wheelchair, playing a character who is in a wheelchair. Right. And, you know, now we know better. But back then, it was sort of, it went from, oh, I got this job, let me figure out how to do it properly, to I'm so happy to be Mm -hmm. given a position or a a character that means so much more to people Mm -hmm. and just that the character exists, period. Now we know that, just having a character exist, period, is the bare minimum and not necessarily enough. Like, let's see a, 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 right. a well-rounded, full person. Right. Um, well, this was pre- uh, the preamble to representation yeah. really matters. <laughs> it was. And you and you even see then, when you have someone who shouldn't be playing the character, playing mm-hmm. a character in a wheelchair, and parents and kids were still mm-hmm. so appreciative of it because right. it's like you're not being fed anything. Right. So you get a morsel and you're so thankful for it. So true. And it was one of those things where it felt good. And now looking back at it, it's like, oh, well, we we can, as a collective, do a lot <laughs> better. better. Yeah, of yeah. course. We know better now. Mm-hmm. So uh, on May 8th, 2010, um, the cast of Glee was featured on the cover of Billboard magazine. I have no recollection of this. So I went back and I looked and it's because... We didn't pose for it. They actually just took promo photos and piled um, us on in with some of the artists that we had already covered, like Madonna and Neil Diamond and all these. Was cool... it that sort of Sergeant Pepper's looking yes, cover? That's right. That's which right. was so cool. And really that was, cool. That was that felt like a really big thing to me, obviously coming from the music. music. Right. But speaking of I know we just did um the recap of home, uh-huh. but you talking about us rehearsing for tour, I remembered um 
Amber came in and was supposed to be on vocal rest. Do you remember this? And no. It was sort of crazy because like Amber has the most perfect. It's like her and Leah were like, you guys take care of your voices better than the rest of us yeah. sort of thing. And <laughs> like you guys should always be fine. And she came in. She's like, well, I'm supposed to be on vocal rest. Like, well, what, one, why are you talking now? Right. And then she, there's a picture of it where she's sitting like cross-legged on the stage, like on the floor. Mm-hmm. And it got to where she's supposed to rehearse um, Beautiful mm-hmm. that she sang in Home. And she's sitting there and we're like, don't sing it, Amber. Save your voice. And oh, she does right. the most perfect rendition. <laughs> didn't miss a note. Did all the runs. Sitting there. <laughs> On the and, end of the stage. <laughs> and I went from being mad, like, oh, my God, this is so irresponsible, to being mad that, oh, my God, this is so, so good. good. <laughs> and she has something wrong with her voice and she's still that good. Oh, gosh. I mean, voice it of was a really lifetime. She's a legend, living legend. Oh, gosh. That uh, was a really fun time. I guess we can... Should we talk about that tour when we get there? I guess at the end of the season. We should. We can, and I yeah. would have to re... I would have to go back and watch YouTube videos because I clearly don't remember the numbers that we did. And there are there are some bootlegs on okay. online okay. of the full first tour. I might have to watch. We might have to yeah. watch that, Kevin. Let's do that. All right, cool. This episode was directed by Elodie Keene. She had done, what, two, three episodes at this point? Yeah. She and, back back um, again. Back again. And I think at, back then I was, like, blaming her for this episode, but, like, she did what she was supposed to do. <laughs> um, we had some great guest stars. Uh, Steven Tobolowski's back in his uh, ridiculous run joey run um robin trocky and the sweet sweet robin and john groff of course who is at um mckinley right now and um superstar molly shannon can you did believe you, were you a fan of molly shannon of course i had but i also did not know she was going to be in this episode oh i had heard and so i was waiting for her to come to set i was excited did you meet her i did meet her but i, I like shakily her. was like Hi. Like, she doesn't know who we are. It doesn't matter. Like, we're peasants. Like, you know, we're just dirt on the ground that she walks. <laughs> how did, how, was she nice? So, so nice. And like, I watched, I, I, I went in to do, watch a scene between her and Jane. I think it was in the other episode that she did, though, and um, in the hallway. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I remember watching her and just like, she, she's ad-libbing. She's throwing crap out there. It was unbelievable to watch her like that after you idolize somebody on SNL and like in Superstar like so much yeah. there's just so many like repeatable lines and memorable things about her so um, she comes yeah so she's in Dream On as well I'm so but, pissed I didn't meet her Superstar <laughs> Ugh, you're lucky yes uh, yes I mean I also talk about like making a, a feast out of I mean <laughs> <laughs> she didn't have much to do and she was still <laughs> just a just gnawing gnawing at the curtains you know what good for her as she that's why she's a star Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and then we have one olivia newton john i know so sad um but god she's beautiful and what a legend um to have on the show sounded great also (laughs) that number that number and how cool i'm glad we got to talk to jane and for her yeah. to share how much she 
yeah. loved Olivia Newton-John, like named her dog Olivia after her. <laughs> but how cool that this show so often we got to meet a lot of our heroes. We can yeah. talk about that when we get to Britney. Right. <laughs> we can talk about that when we get to Britney. Um, <laughs> Olivia Newton-John also... Um, we reference it in Jane's episode of the podcast where she talks about how they basically manifested it by talking to John Farrer, 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 the one who um, wrote most of Olivia's stuff. Yeah. And asked if Olivia would be on the show. And Jane's like, I don't know if that's actually true, that that was the reason why, but great. <laughs> it put it on the radar and that <laughs> that matters. Yes. Exactly. Do you want to know a fun fact or a weird fact Give me about... This okay. So in 1976, mm -hmm. John produced and wrote the song, which was on Olivia's album, called "Don't Stop Believing." And she that, has a song called "Don't Stop Believing." Yeah. Wow. The album was called "Don't Stop Believing." Oh right? wow! And Wild. the yeah, and that was wow. five years before <laughs> the Journey song came She's, out. She had a finger on the pulse. <laughs> yeah. So Olivia and John no, were a match made in heaven and knew. They knew. It's one of those weird synchronistic yeah. things that happen. Oh, gosh, I love that. Well, speaking of synchronicity, have I ever told you? Have I ever shared the "Never Flee from Glee" story on my on the podcast? I I, I don't know. Okay, well I'll Share do it again. Real, I'll do it real quick. So I booked when I um I was living with my friend Aaron Merman, who was also a swing in Spring Awakening at the time. When I flew to L.A. to test when we met for the first time, and um. I obviously we found out we booked it and then I got on the flight and I called her and I was like, I got it. And I came home and that night her boyfriend, who was also in the show at the time, he cracked open a beer. Um, I think it was a magic hat that had like the the little fortunes underneath the bottle caps, mm. kind of mm -hmm. like Snapple did. Yep. And um, it said never flee from Glee on it. And she's like, I saved this because I just thought it was so crazy. He was drinking this beer while you were on the when we were on the phone. And so um, I have the bottle cap. She gave it to me. And then my dad made me. Oh, it's so sweet. They made me a um, an engraved necklace that says never flee from Glee on it. They gave me at uh, my going away dinner when I was moving to California for the oh. first time. And it's like one of the only times that I've seen my father cry. Oh, <laughs> yeah! How it was pretty crazy! Cool. Wild, right? That is very, Never very cool. From, it's so weird. And anyway. you haven't. Here we are. I do. I do. Here we are. Thirty okay. years later, still talking about it. <laughs> I do. Uh, I, it was sixty-five years ago. <laughs> it's been eighty-four years. <laughs> do you remember the story of when I tested? My dad called me, and it was while I was at Fox testing. Mm. That he said he he was going somewhere. He was in the parking lot, and there was a license plate that said Artie on it. <gasps> what? Yeah. No. And he's like, I knew. And he's not this type of person. And he is superstitious, you know. Athlete. I was gonna say like, a little superstitious. Bit. He's very superstitious. But, wow. Yeah. Isn't cool. that strange? See, it was meant to be. I don't know yeah. what that means, but it was meant to be. <laughs> we were supposed to be life partners, Jenna. That's, that's <laughs> Here what's we happened. are, 65 years later. Yeah. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. 
When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles like the made-to-be-seen very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection in on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini, rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage from full to cheeky to minimal, now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent, dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriassecret.com. Let's talk about something we can all relate to hair removal. Not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Between Nick's cuts and razor burn, the worst. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. Nair's new scents have turned my bathroom into a spa. My favorite is the soothing aloe and water lily body cream. It smells so good. Plus it's designed for lingering freshness so I smell and feel good for the rest of the day. And who doesn't love that? Nair's new shower and body creams are super easy to apply and work in as little as three minutes and my smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. You can use it on your legs, arms, underarms, even your bikini area, which is perfect with summer right around the corner. I just went on a trip to New York to visit my family and I used Nair before I left. I didn't even need to pack a razor because I knew my legs would be smooth the entire trip. So check out the new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. So smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Like we said, um, thanks for sticking with us, you guys. We are we are really trying to hear you guys and what you want from these recap episodes. So um, let us know what you think of this one. We're gonna give a give it a whirl. Give it a whirl. Give it so, a whirl. Getting into this episode. Okay. Poor Kentanaka. This is oh. the end for him. Bye, Kentanaka. Yeah. So this is the last appearance, and it's brief. It's a brief. <laughs> it's very brief. You blink, you miss it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the whole crux of this episode is trying to rehab not only the characters, you mm-hmm. know, things, right. but the, some bad songs. Right. right. And I love that, you know, Physical by Olivia Newton-John is in here and she was so game to do this and mm-hmm. sort of poke fun at, at herself, which was great. And it ended up being very visually stimulating. So I'm appreciative of that. Mm. Um, so the songs in this episode are Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice, mm-hmm. performed by Will Schuster and the New Directions. Then You Can't Touch This by MC Hammer, 
performed by us. Um, you, me, Kurt, Mercedes, and Brittany. When we stormed the library, then there's physical with Olivia Newton-John and Sue Sylvester. There's Run, Joey, Run with Rachel and Finn and Jesse and Noah, Puckerman, and then Total Eclipse of the Heart with uh, with Jesse and Finn. I can't wait to talk about that one because that I one's wild. wild. So, right. you know, there's there was a question of why wasn't Joan Jett in the Blackheart song Bad Reputation in this episode? Because I know, good question. that's an easy layup. But I don't know. Maybe that song is not bad enough. Right. You know? These songs right. were all questionably right. like bad, right? Yeah. Um. All right. So, uh, just a a light review before we get into it. Um. Actually, I like this one. This came from EW, and it was the recap of this episode was a Madonna episode. Sure, fun stuff, but an episode that combines a mystery, a mega meta riff on moderns a modern celebrity, a purposefully awful series of songs, not one but two high concept retro music videos, and some realistic forward motion on various romantic plot lines. Now we're talking. Yeah, I I feel like as crazy as this episode was. It gave us everything. It was all the fun and weirdness of Glee and still had all the kids and the storylines happening. It was mm. a great balance. All right. So there are two, there are the students' reputations and the teachers' reputations in this episode that are yeah. trying to be reformed in some way. Um, let's talk about the teachers first. So the teachers' reputations, um, Kurt finds a video in Sue's office when he went to get her hormone replacement. Um, and the video is Sue performing Olivia Newton-John's hit song, Physical, um, in a jazzercise class. And he shows it to some of the Glee Club, which we get to watch. And um, they decide that they have to post it on YouTube and give Sue a taste of her own medicine. And, of course, the video goes viral. And Sue is very humiliated in the teacher's lounge where we first meet Molly Shannon. Um, Did you find it interesting that um, Finn says, we have to put this on YouTube um, So because they convince themselves, right, that we have to be bad. Mm-hmm. And like Jesse goes along with it, like, let's post it. And he says, let's post this on YouTube and hope it goes viral. I was sort of shocked that that term was, was even... Was there already? Was, yeah. Well, I feel like the viral thing started with... I think no, I guess you're right. But like the do you remember on set around pilot time, YouTube was massive, right? MySpace yeah. was kind of on its way. It was still around, but it was on its way out. But YouTube and we were watching those videos, like mm-hmm. the one where the nine one one call where they're high and he's like, I think yes. my I think I'm dead. And the the weeble Grape wobbles stomping. of the um <laughs> the model walking oh, and she yeah. like weeble wobbles. So I remember watching all of panda so I, sneezing. I, we were definitely on oh, the panda sneezing. We were definitely in that time of um, it was new viral yeah. videos. Yeah. But yes, right. yes, yes. So Sue <laughs> Sue says, What's that smell? Dear God, that's coffee. It's usually masked by a smell of fear. <laughs> <laughs> and she's doing an inner monologue and um, Molly Shannon comes in and she plays, um, what is it, Brenda Castle. Yes. I'm not sure where these names. Brenda <laughs> Castle, who is uh, a teacher and um, the laughing that Molly Shannon does, like the extra, extra that she does is just so right. And she fits right into the camp of our show, especially mm-hmm. this episode. 
it made me just wish we had 18 more episodes of Molly Shannon because I mean, truly. also what an opportunity for her and Jane to like two comedic masters to go up against each other constantly. I smell a spinoff. I mean, there could have been a spinoff for every other character that came on the show. You know, I mean, there almost was a Warbler one. Yeah, it's true. So when Sue is now faced with all the slow motion laughter and humiliation, again, sort of breaking the fourth wall or being meta and talking about what was actually happening, she goes to visit her sister and gets some advice. Um, and she says, like, when they were little and sad, they would go to an animal shelter to give back. And there's always someone who has it worse than you do. So mm-hmm. now Sue has sort of this realization that she needs to help people. <laughs> and so who does she want to help? Emma. Uh, Irma. <laughs> Irma. <laughs> Elmo, Ella, whoever it may be. And so they go into this scene where they have a little one-on-one, which is also really nice, where she convinces Emma that... She needs to, like, by the way, I put cameras in in Will's. I don't remember this at all, by the way. I don't either. There were a lot of suspension of disbelief things happening in this episode, like Kurt finding the the tape. This is where we kick off. (laughs) (laughs) Sure is. I I do think this was maybe like a test for them and it like it worked. So they're like, oh, we can do anything. So let's let's remember that going forward, guys, when we keep writing this. And so she's hidden cameras in Will Schuster's apartment or house. Under and his bed. Mm-hmm. And caught him with Adina and caught him with Kristen, caught him with the cast of Wicked and <laughs> has decided to, you know, spill the beans to Emma and says like, look, you need to buck up and call him out in public so he can't run away or manipulate you and fight back. And I like that she sort of is pushing her mm-hmm. in this scene and is insulting her. And she's like, oh, yeah, you're right. She's like, no, like, do something about it. Right. And it was actually, in one breath, really nice to see Sue, you know, help her in this way, like tough love, but also mm-hmm. like, what are you getting out of What's this? What's going on? It's always What's... self-serving. I know, but with with her sister, you never quite know, right? right? With her sister and the intention behind, you never, that's like the nice Sue that Jane talks about a lot, I think, possibly. But either way, more importantly, the best scene of the episode, I think, or one of the best scenes of the episode, and one of um, Jama's best performances as Emma um, and she talks about this in her uh, in our interview with her on the podcast as well. I just she's so cute and little. <laughs> and she says she goes into the um, uh, <laughs> the t- the faculty lounge and Will is talking to um, what what is the teacher's name? Um, sweet, I don't know. Sweet old. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Barbara. So Barbara <laughs> is talking to Will about how her husband just died and. Oh, Emma says, you're a slut, Will. <laughs> you're a slut. You're a slut. You're a slut. I was like, what? can we say that? Um, everybody should know that. And you should know that I'm through with you. I, um, it was great. I, you and I have been waiting for that scene. Yes. Yes. And I thought it was later. I think everything is later in an, a later season. Mm-hmm. But I was very happy that it was here. Um and I'm sorry for your loss, she says. <laughs> have you but, ever been in a position where mm-hmm. this is like, have you experienced anything like this in real life? It's happened to me? Call well, me a slut? Like, <laughs> like I've had people, I, I, even you guys, when it's like, you're not acting at your best. 
not acting in terms of like performance. I mean, yeah. being your best self. Yeah. And you're like, you need to like buck up. Like I learned to speak up for myself being around. I always say all the time around all the mm-hmm. ladies in the mm-hmm. cast mm-hmm. because you were all very good at that. Like, do you, you like have sort of like interventions? Like you guys had an intervention with me on a plane to England when I was, mm-hmm. I had to be on steroids because I was sick mm-hmm. and I was acting insane. And you were all like, you need to stop. Stop taking the steroids because you're being crazy <laughs> and everybody's noticing, <laughs> which was really that. nice. And you know, it's what good friends do. And it was n- a nice like friend moment between Sue and Emma. I was just wondering if you, because I've, I've oh, clearly I'm sure. ha- I'm sure. ha- had some run-ins with you guys. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you guys, we've all done that for each other. I yeah. think that's the only group, you guys, this crew, was the only group that would actually call me on my stuff. That's true. You know? Have you ever slut shamed somebody? <laughs> no, I haven't. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. But this is the best slut shaming I've ever seen because he deserved it. Number one and number two to hear Emma say that is is courageous and and um, uplifting. <laughs> I do think this was deserved. However, when Artie is slut shamed by Sam mm-hmm. in a so couple good. seasons, I don't think that was deserved. Oh, Whatever. Wow. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin, did you notice that um, Emma's outfit changed? But Sue's didn't. So the continuity, Ooh. there was something off with that. Um, yeah, she was in the office. She was wearing something different, the butterfly shirt. And then in the lounge, she's wearing the um, this uh, the red, white and blue outfit, which is I did not cute. notice that. I do. Yeah. I don't know if people know this either. So when it comes to like planning costumes and things, oh my gosh. Pe- people m- correct me if I'm wrong, but mm. when they plan on an episode, they sort of mark down like realistic what the days are mm-hmm. of what we're shooting. Yeah. So there's day, you know, if this episode takes place within a week, there's day one through seven. Yep. And so they can keep track of what everybody's wearing, what everybody's doing based on the day. So that sounds like the, there was some sort of mix up in that scene. That's it right. was day three for Emma, but still day two That's for right. Sue. Good so way. there was some That's sort it. of mix up. Yeah. Um. Okay. Can so, we talk about physical, please? I mean, we're doing it. Okay. <laughs> so, well, first, we, the scene that we did tell Kurt that he's going to decide. I know we'll get there, but Kurt decides that he's going to tell the um, Sue that he posted the video, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's going to help our reputations, which we'll get to later. Yeah. But Sue... Is like, it's fine. No problem. Because she gets a call from Olivia Newton-John. The real Olivia Newton-John. Who is playing herself, which I love. Um, I just love when actors do that and they play themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, a, like a heightened version of themselves. Yeah. So she's randomly going to be in Ohio this week. And she saw, you know, Sue's performance on the web. The I wonder what that direct flight from Sydney to Ohio is like. <laughs> because... <laughs> Lima. <laughs> that doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> um, so Sue is like, yeah, it's fine. But that scene was very funny. And I, I remember shooting that with Kurt, um, with Chris looking at us. And it's just so hard to not laugh with Chris. Yeah. Like in intimate scenes like that. It's I, so He's so funny. I also love, so it was the first time we got to do this type of scene where we're crowded around the computer. When we discover that she did this music video, right? We're in the astronomy <laughs> classroom, and uh-huh. which was a new classroom. And mm-hmm. that also doubled for about eight other things. And we had, so like, 
I don't know if people care about this, but I was always fascinated by when you see people typing on a TV show or in a movie, like how does that work? Like this, you know what I mean? Like seeing it on the screen, actually seeing it on the screen and yeah, yeah. And it was this program that also it was not YouTube. I don't know what it was supposed to look like, but that (laughs) thing looked like it was from the early 90s and (laughs) early 90s archaic. And (laughs) I was like, wow, (laughs) I'm trying to age myself down and what you could (laughs) press any you could press any key on the keyboard and it would still type exactly what it was supposed to type which was so satisfying it felt like one of those movie magic things that I was really excited about you were I remember you excited about that and also you can't type without looking so shut up Jenna yeah it is sort of a personal (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's talk about physical. Another Sue Sylvester um, recreation, music video recreation. It's beautiful. I remember when they made that room, that set. Yes, it was me like too. a room, and we weren't there for. I don't think we, we were we allowed were rehe- in. We were rehearsing, and we we went into the sound stage, but it was like closed off, but we could hear it. I could yes. hear them shooting it. And I was like, it's Olivia Nunchak. Yeah, my but gay ass wanted better. to see all the oiled up <laughs> hot bods that were in there. I mean, there's and, a lot of them. And I don't think we were allowed in nope. there. I think nope. it was a closed set because of that. And didn't Ryan direct this music video? I think so. When it came to Olivia Newton-John scenes, I think he did Ryan that Ryan did it. Yes. 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 I think yes, that was yes. also part of like, you see now Ryan is the ultimate like stunt caster. And mm-hmm. I think people feel safe. Like they know part of the cell is. Right, they get Ryan. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Which was nice of videos? Elodie to like concede that too. You know, you're coming yeah. in like you want to direct your episode and, but it's I'll Ryan. Do- so I'll let you do these scenes. I'll let you do it. No problem, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, I had such a crush on all these guys, Jenna. I was watching this and having flashbacks of like, <laughs> Me and Telly and all the gays sort of congregating, like, oh my god, did you see that guy? Did you yeah, see that? I remember, like, literally outside of the door, we're just like waiting and like peeking. <laughs> yes. You could see like a body part fly over, and you're like, oh my god. Um, I didn't get to meet Olivia though. I, I didn't either. But no. the music video is so good, it's and so that good. budget is. <laughs> I do have a question yeah. because we've now done a couple music videos. Yeah. Where are these people recording these songs? What like, I, Livy Newton-John can find a recording studio in Lima, Ohio. Fine. But, like, mm. where is Sue recording the vocals to Vogue? Where are the kids recording the vocals to Run, Joey, Run? Are they singing them live? No. Like, what? We never, ever, ever address that. Well, we don't address a lot of things, Kevin. I know. And I don't know why it took until 2023 for me to even <laughs> think of that. Oh, well. Oh, man. Okay. Well, this number was <sighs> real good. Real, real good. Um, Is there anything? Is there any? What music video did you? Well, you did. You did recreate some music video. Yeah. Um, You got to do Scream. Yeah. Was there? Is there any other music video that you would like want to re- recreate? You know, I feel like Scream checked off all mm-hmm. the boxes. I know it's a boring answer. Um, mm-hmm. If there's something I wish I could have done that somebody else got to do, I wish I got to do that gimbal box. That I was just thinking that. Yeah, it's that so cool. So they cool. got to use that. Um, Matt 
and Jama got Jema. to use. Yeah, that would have been really fun. But yeah. Scream, it was sort of everything. We got to do green screen. We got to do dancing. We got to do Michael and so, Janet. So it was sort of, that was everything. What about you? Um, You know, I I got to live out some Britney dreams. I would have loved to, to recreate a Britney, um, like a maybe oops, maybe lucky. Yes. Maybe, I mean, we did slave, but like, I would you know, say you would have killed Lucky. That would have been the acting. Dumb. That would have been really fun. And I can also do a good Britney op, um, impression of that song in particular. So can you do it? Can you just give us a little taste? It's been so long, Kevin. I don't even think I have a voice anymore. Just an early morning. Early morning. Early morning. Oh, yeah, there it is. That vibrato okay. is correct. Thank you. Thank All you right. for doing that. I know you You're hated welcome. it. You're welcome. It's not great. That wasn't <laughs> practiced. It's don't judge me on that, you guys. <laughs> Write in and tell her how bad her impression was. <clears throat> Please. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the Glee, Glee Club reputations because okay. then we get to talk about Can't Touch This. <laughs> That's right. So Sue is complaining to Figgins and Will about the viral video. She is pissed and then somehow pivots to, by the way, <laughs> I know the Glee Club did this and they also did this. They posted the glist. Mm-hmm. That rates some of the Glee Club members and their sexiness potential, right? And how bad they are in a good way. Right. And Figgins is threatening to expel all of them if they, if someone doesn't come forward and take responsibility for creating this toxic list. The stakes are high. And then Will, because, again, not a great teacher <laughs> and has not come up with a lesson plan before this, apparently, decides to let this influence the lesson the lesson and says let's talk about bad reputations because now you guys are getting a bad reputation let's take some songs that have bad reputations how many times can i say it and we're like for whatever do you mean and he then goes into ice ice baby which let me show you (laughs) i feel like ice ice baby is the ultimate will schuster song it is he is vanilla ice I there was somebody who wrote in that said that I think this is the only one of the only songs that we're not offended by. <laughs> yeah, this works like it's bad and cringy, but because it's a bad and cringy song and it works with yeah the intention. Will Schuster. Is <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, but this number, <laughs> I was like, oh, they put me with the dancers. <laughs> Jenna, don't say yourself short. You're a dancer. Yeah, but I'm not like a Heather Harry dancer, and they put me with the dancers. <laughs> you know what I love? When we did Secret Celebrity Drag Race, and I think it was in the first episode, and <laughs> was it Rue who asked you, like, you're a professional dancer, and you just go, yep. <laughs> and I have never, ever, ever heard you refer to yourself or feel even good about your dancing ability. I think you're great, but I know you don't feel great about your dancing ability. And then RuPaul asks you on live television if you're a professional dancer, like, mm-hmm. Well, I think... I <laughs> the think most confident answer... I've ever heard you in your life. I think because I, I, I interpreted the question as like, you're a professional performer, not a yeah. dancer. No, she said dancer. <laughs> and it made me so happy. I was like, yes, you better tell them. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I was just masking myself uh, with your swamp hands. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, anyway, somehow I managed to look a decent in this number. Of course, with, you did with with everybody. Um, but I I do want to talk about 
this is this is the beginning of like when not even the beginning, but this was like in the thick of like being like, okay, so you, Kevin, you just sit there. Mm -hmm. And now I am uh, I am. It makes me sad because or under <laughs> sympathetic empathetic for and also grateful that I, I i could dance and i was able right. to get up and dance and um but they put one of the best dancers in the wheelchair ryan said that like it's it was i it was hard to watch you kind of be like okay now just like sit there don't even like move around the room don't do anything just yeah lock your wheels um what what did it feel like for you? <laughs> Sometimes it was easier than others. Mm -hmm. This wasn't like some dance that I felt like I was missing out on. <laughs> you know? What do you mean? Happy to let you professional dancers have it. <laughs> but it, it was one of those things where I had a lot of fun because it was very much, we were all very aware I was shoved in the corner. <laughs> and so it was, okay, how do I make this fun? Who cares? Like, what right. are we... What do we got to do? And this sort of sparked the beginning of me trying to get as many shots in as possible of me doing ridiculous things when I had no <laughs> right to be really in this number. And Alexis Woodall, Martin Woodall, mm -hmm. who's who was head of post-production editing at the time. Mm -hmm. She's now like the head of Ryan Murphy Television. Yeah, she's president of Ryan yeah. Murphy Television. So she mentioned how... If they needed some more reaction shots, they would usually look for me because I would be doing ridiculous things. And a lot of times, um, in like how Naya and I would both like give things to each other to do to make each other laugh. Yep. So like the so cold, the so cold, that was purely me doing this to try to make you guys laugh. And one of the joys of Elodie, the director, was that she, when we were doing something ridiculous, she'd be like, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do it again. Do something. Yeah. She was down to try all of those things. So <laughs> I think through this number, it was, you know, a way for me to try all those things and feel supported and be stupid and be a clown. And I loved it. I mean, they used them and it was very funny. I did not think they were going to use them. I mean, and they, they sure did. They always use our crazy reactions. I'm like, oh, gosh, yeah. that's crazy. It but was their fault. They, it, so. they created a monster yeah. of me in this number. How they Fair edited enough. it. Fair enough. It's uh, it's uh, I love it. It's wonderful. It's wildly entertaining. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection in on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini, rewind to the future with the VS Archives swim collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage from full to cheeky to minimal, now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent, dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriassecret.com. Let's talk about something we can all relate to 
hair removal. Not exactly the highlight of her day, right? Between Nick's cuts and razor burn, the worst. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. Nair's new scents have turned my bathroom into a spa. My favorite is the soothing aloe and water lily body cream. It smells so good. Plus, it's designed for lingering freshness, so I smell and feel good for the rest of the day. And who doesn't love that? Nair's new shower and body creams are super easy to apply and work in as little as three minutes, and my smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. You can use it on your legs, arms, underarms, even your bikini area, which is perfect with summer right around the corner. I just went on a trip to New York to visit my family and I used Nair before I left. I didn't even need to pack a razor because I knew my legs would be smooth the entire trip. So check out the new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. So smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. So, we did not get on the list. We didn't even make it on the list. Our names no. aren't even on it. No. And so, Kurt has this idea that um, he's upset. He's like, this means that we are nobodies. We're, it's worse than being... Uh, hate, like, worse than being hated yeah. is being invisible. Mm-hmm. So, Kurt comes up with the idea to... Uh, disrupt our reputation and actually just it's like no no press is bad press yes which i disagree but um (laughs) (laughs) but he thinks that he's living by that rule so um he thinks let's perform in the library and let's do a number and then you (laughs) see britney s pierce in the corner um (laughs) saying that she took her antibiotics at the same time and now she forgot how to move. <sighs> and she's upset because she didn't, she doesn't know why she only made four on the list. She made out with Mr. Kidney, the janitor. Oof. Oh, Oof. laws were broken. Laws were broken. So but she that... was also dating a seven-year-old in Madonna, so it's fine. That's right. So <laughs> that brings us to You Can't Touch This and the Ooh. library. And I love, love we're all sort of well, Artie's sort of scared and says, I'm getting cold feet. And Brittany says, can you even feel your feet? Says, <laughs> so this scene, um, oh <clears throat> I have a question about the outfits. Because one, where's the budget? But these sort of look homemade in a fun way. And I was wondering, is Mercedes still making the costumes? Because she she mentions it in the pilot and we never hear about it again. Right. We it, we joke about that. We joke yeah. about that. And this feels like something that she could have done. Right? Right. Definitely. Definitely. And I feel like these were sourced from somewhere where they smelled like that too. <laughs> like yeah. they smelled like they were second hand. <laughs> yeah, the jackets of the those pants I feel like were made. I feel like they, I, they must have did made those. make those. You're yeah. right. 
I love those pants and I love this number a lot. This number was really hard. I was really scared on the day of filming it because uh, <laughs> when you're recording the song, you have the lyrics in front of you, like whatever. Uh, and I, so I never, I couldn't remember the lyrics. All those, uh, I told you, all those little like interjections, I could <laughs> not for the life of me remember. And the dancing was so fast. And one of the behind the scenes clips, Heather said she needed her inhaler because it was so <laughs> she fast. She did. I remember. Yeah. Well, it was hard to learn because I remember them teaching it to us pretty slowly and then speeding it up, speeding it up, speeding it up and um, bigger, 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 like dancing on those tables. I was like, are we going to break these tables right now? Um, I didn't think I was going to like be able to wheel fast enough through the stacks and all of that. I well, I think I had to push you at yeah, some point. You guys did switch like, off pushing me. Let's get him. Let's get him moving. Mm-hmm. But you in front of the desk is so funny. And I forgot that you took you had like all the vocals on this. Like I don't think we did anything at all except for the O's. Yeah, I didn't remember that either. <laughs> but I remember being exhausted after this, like sweating, like sweating. And the library is small. And so um, obviously the choir room, you have a lot more space and the lights are higher. Everything was so low and and it was just so hot, I remember. Um, And it was, but I always love watching this number. You've been talking about, like you were excited to watch this number. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I love it. I was laughing the whole time. I did. I was pretty miserable because I was just worried about (laughs) I was like, I'm going to screw this up for everyone. No, no, no. It was so much fun. It reminded me a little bit of Halo Sunshine where you like get to be a little crazy and it didn't Mm -hmm. matter what we looked like. I do remember my goal was to look as like facially disgusting as possible. (laughs) That was a lot of my intention with Artie was just to really he had no awareness of his face and just to like do whatever you want. Go there. (laughs) go there anyway okay do you remember that sweet sweet librarian too she was the sweetest i feel like she also like didn't care she was just she i she had no reaction it was sort of like how she was in the actual scene she was just there to work yeah she was like i just want to make sure the check clears let me clock in and clock out (laughs) but wait um uh jesse hyman the one who um was the student watching he was an extra on our show for the whole series, um, but you'd also know him from a lot of other things. And I forgot, like, I, I think I watched I was watching Spider-Man recently and I was like, oh, there he is again. Yeah. Like he is a working. <laughs> I, re- I remember we would, you know, go see a movie or something, come back and be like, um, Jesse, yep. <laughs> <laughs> we just saw you in this. Like, when yep. did you do that? He's like, oh, yeah. I'm he, has the in. he has the yeah. in. All right, so so it it goes awry, and we don't. Um, the reputation is is non because the librarian loves it, and she wants us to perform it perform it at um, church. Yeah, but uh, and then Kurt. That's when Kurt decides we got to tell Sue because that'll we'll get in trouble and we'll look like bad kids for yeah. posting the video. And of course, the Olivia and John thing goes awry as well. So here we are. Um, <laughs> it didn't work, but Mr. Shu goes to apologize to Emma uh, for being a slut. And um, after that sad scene, um, he goes out and he realizes, oh, he sees Quinn being pushed around in the hallway. And he's like, 
of course, you had the most to lose and the most to gain from making yep. the list and realizes it. And um, it's a very sweet scene with Mr. Shu and Quinn, I thought, I, with Matt and Diana. It was. And he sticks up for her and defends her and says that, oh, you know, they closed ranks and we couldn't figure out who did it. But I did like before that the interrogation, you know, law and order. Oh, that's right. Type scenes. And I love like the lighting and Kurt calling him out on it and the editing of one. <laughs> it, that was just a lot of fun. I love that as a fan. I remember shooting that. And um, it was like one of the only times we had like a little downtime off and we got to like sit at Village and watch other people shoot. And I was like, can you take a picture of me on the monitor? And so I have a photo of like the two camera monitors of Matt and me. And um, it's just like, I don't know. I I, I love those two. Those were yeah, fun. That was really cute. Yeah. So the other big thing in this episode, the reputations, <laughs> while half of us were in the library MC hammering, the other half, Rachel was trying to play puppet master and trying to commit musical infidelity. Right. By she enlists Artie to create this music video. I distinctly remember the scene and mm. being like nose to nose with <laughs> Leah and heard saying this insane monologue, which was great. Mm-hmm. And she goes on to make Run, Joey, Run, this beautiful masterpiece, if oh, I may God. say. Um, had you ever heard the song before? No, I never heard it. And I was most jarred by with this in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I also, I don't understand how Artie went from making and editing the gorgeous Vogue music video. To this. To this. Yeah. You know what? Those... I th- lower I, budget, lower budget. I thought it was brilliant, though, because <laughs> what the actual editors of the show did and making all those yes. little boxes. And, <laughs> oh, and I thought, I thought everyone was so excellent, excellent, and this. Excellent, excellent. I remember freaking out when they showed us the episode. We were all dying. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. Well, I remember Corey was like, "It was ketchup." Do you remember that? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that was really crazy. It was really, really crazy. But the performances were very, were spot on, really yeah. spot on. It, it's one of my favorite performances in the show because it's just in this absolutely episode, absurd. Right? Well, in this episode, but it reminds me of sort of the ridiculousness of Rocky Horror. Mm, Maybe it's the fog. Be. I don't know, mm-hmm. but I do really enjoy mm. it. Okay, so we're bringing we're bringing Puckleberry back. We are bringing Puckleberry back. And I think fans liked Puckleberry. Because I know Mark is quoted saying that he was very confused by it because he did not. He thought it was weird. Like, we all felt it was weird. Yeah, we thought it was like a one-off, right? Yeah. But the people spoke and they liked it. Give them what they want. Did you like it? Did you have any feeling about it? I think I said this in the other episode where we watched it. It it made me a little uncomfortable. Mm Mm-hmm. And partially because I felt like Rachel and Finn didn't even have time yet. So why were we moving on to the most unlikely of pairings? But this time around, in this episode, I didn't hate it as much as I did in the first episode of Puckleberry. Same. They had some cute chemistry in this one. Mm -hmm. And also Stephen Tobolowsky and his um, cameo (laughs) in the the farmer. It's just like ridiculous. (laughs) It's crazy. I do not understand why all the guys freak out after this. It is so weird. See, I think I love the, this episode until this this last these last few minutes go off the rails. 
I agree. All, all the guys get so offended, especially Jesse, but I mean, that sort of tracks. But Puck and Finn being that upset over this weird music video thing to make. It's a bit of a stretch, I would say. Which is saying something for Glee. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird because then it immediately goes into another weird thing, Total Eclipse of the Heart, which, which is I awesome. Which I about. I was upset about not being able to sing this number. Oh, this really? was like one of those envy numbers that I love to sing, and I was like, "Oh God, she gets to sing this song." I'm so jealous. I, know. I loved it, but also that they had to do a whole ballet. Um, I don't know if it's a pas de deux or what it was, what it is—a ballet duet with Leah on point shoes. I was like, "Oh my God!" How did toes. she know how to do point? Yeah, I don't think she did. She she Faked she it. fudged it for this. She mm. fudged the whole thing for this, and they did a great job. I loved. Yeah. I loved it. I loved All those it, lifts. I, Groff yeah. was really lifting. I was I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Leah's tiny, tiny, but like. Right. Yeah. Still, they were working. No, they were. They were working. Um, and, <laughs> and then you, we see each other at bar class. <laughs> Jesse and Rachel really make me giggle because it is there's so much truth to like the how serious they take their um, performances and their craft and like. I know so many people. I was one of those people back in school. And so mm-hmm. it's it's just it's very funny because it's it seems ridiculous, but it's actually um, quite true. Um, I was going to ask you if this reminds you of like musical theater people. For sure. For yeah. Sure. <laughs> they take it all very, very seriously. Definitely. And that that's the um, that's bad reputation. So they leave off with Rachel being all by herself and all three men leaving her. And that's again, it. I just had logistical questions. I was mm. like, is this in their heads? Why are they singing and walking out the door? Who is she performing for and why? I don't know. I guess it doesn't really matter. At this point, it doesn't matter anymore. We're just doing it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We're doing it. Okay. Tardy takes, Jenna. Let's do tardy takes. Um, cringe moments, aka ouchies. Yes. Oh, I think. Ah, gosh, I have a hard time with this one because the whole episode is is bad. In a <laughs> I good would say way. Run, run, Joey, run in the best bad way. Yeah, I I think I would say Brittany making out with the janitor. Also, actually. Tied with Molly Shannon's character, <laughs> who is just openly talking about her like substance abuse issues, right? Which it, it feels not great. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, okay. Worst dance move. I vote you not being able to dance in Ice Ice Baby. Oh, that's cute. Being stuck in the corner. <laughs> okay, I'll go with that. Sold. <laughs> Best song. Best can't song. Um, I'm going to... Oh, can't touch this? Yeah. I, you know, I, I have to go with physical because that was something special. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Performance by a prop. I'm going with the boom box in Can't Touch This. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with the dancers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not that they're props, but they are <laughs> propping Sue up when they're rolling on the floor and she's laying on top of them. And I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fair. And And Jenna, there's only one line for the best line. (laughs) But there is a second. 
that comes close. <laughs> so the first one is you're a slut, you're a slut, you're a slut. The second one is Sue. She says, Will, I may buy a diaper for your chin because it looks like a baby's ass. <laughs> We're getting crazy now. Oh, yeah, but they're so good. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> All right. All right, that's it. That, those are tardy takes. Tardy takes. Okay, Genta. Oh my gosh. It's been so long since you've called me that. Are you ready for shit we found on TikTok? Are you ready for it? Are you ready for it? Ready. Okay. This is a shout out to the Royal Vauxhall Tavern. Shout out to Vauxhall <laughs> in London. And they have... Lots and lots and lots of dedicated performances to Glee. So mm -hmm. it's it's Malibu with two U's at the end on TikTok. They have Emma Pelsbury getting married today. They have Rachel Berry, Will Schuster, Sue Sylvester doing physical, by the way. They have Will versus Sue. All these different performances, even with slushies and confetti. It's a series of videos. Um, people need to go check it out. Lots and lots and lots of people have tagged us in this. Mm. And it's incredible. Can you send me the link, please? Yes, I will send you the link right now. Thank you. There are, it's just lots of one. fun. A good, a good it's, one. It's some good drag, you know? A good one. A good one. A good one. And that is the shit we found on TikTok. You need to go, everyone, go look up It's Malibu. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yes. It's very good. Mercedes Jones. Yeah. Isn't <laughs> this is good? great. Glee okay. drag shows. Like, Very exciting. Yeah. Great. So I think I think that's all we got for you. That is. Next week is laryngitis. <gasps> oh my gosh. Um, laryngitis and, was this season? Yes. Kevin. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and um, it's so funny. We have so many stories. Before next week, keep sending us those TikToks. We love them. Mm -hmm. Keep tagging us. Keep it up. Good work, folks. We appreciate all the feedback. We hear you. We are seeing you. And we, we are applying the notes. And don't forget to go um, donate. If you can, to Alexandria House, their walkathon is this weekend. And um, if you can't be there, uh, you can help out in other ways. Go check out alexandriahouse.org. Um, if you don't know, haven't been listening, new here, Alexandria House was uh, supported by our friend Naya Rivera. And they are a transitional home for women and children. Lots of support and services provided. And that's it. So come... Um, recap with us next week thanks for hanging out let us know what you think and we'll see you soon Woo! that's what you really missed bye bye ciao thanks for listening and follow us on instagram at and that's what you really miss pod make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars see you next time it's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. 
something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.